Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. We're pleased to have with us today two powerful CEOs, two powerful moms, the co-CEOs of New Star Media, Tina Vanderbilt and Jolie Belito. Ladies, welcome to the Game of Life. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gail, for having us. No, it's, our, it's my absolute pleasure. Well, tell us uh, about New Star Media uh, and your areas of focus. Want to go ahead, Jolie? Sure. So New Star Media is an integrated marketing communications firm. We provide a complete spectrum of services to help clients drive their business forward. Everything from media relations to crisis management, business development and strategy, and something that is so very near and dear to our heart scale, which is corporate social responsibility and giving back to wonderful nonprofits such as Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Miami. Well, we're pleased to have you all as partners. And uh, I tell you what, with that corporate social responsibility focus and giving back, you guys are just so genuine. Uh, and when I think about uh, something you all posted that just struck me, and keep in mind, as you both know, uh, I was raised by a single mom in inner city Toledo, Ohio. Uh, and whenever I, and I can sense a power mom a mile away <laughs> uh, because uh, moms are very special. Uh, and one of the things you all put uh, on social media uh, recently, and I want to just read the quote, be the CEO your mom wanted you to marry, end quote. Such a powerful statement. Uh, what does that mean to you? Tina, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, it's a, it's a really, it is a powerful quote, and it's, it's a candle that we bought from a woman-owned business. It was two lawyers that worked at Greenberg Torg who decided that their passion was not only for law, but they wanted to take a leap of faith and start a candle company. And um, uh, a friend of mine, Annabelle, who's one of the co-CEOs of that company, had posted this candle that said, be the CEO your mom wanted you to marry. I'm actually looking at it right now just to show everybody. Here's That's the candle. Awesome. And it resonated with me and it resonated with Jolie. I ordered her one as well. And what's interesting is that that's not true to my mom. My mom raised me to be an independent, strong-willed woman. Um, she taught me that it's important to set your own future, to not rely on anybody else. And I think that's a true testament to the immigrant mentality. My parents fled Iran during the Iranian revolution, lost everything in the war. My dad had two young children from his first marriage, married a woman 14 years younger than him, came to this country with a three month old with no money and had to create a life for themselves. And I watched my mom and dad hustle together. And what's interesting is that, you know, my mom coming from a country like Iran, where there are restrictions with women, wanted to raise me and my father too, in a country where you could, you know, attain the American dream. And as a woman, that was important to both of my parents. They, they had a, I'm the only girl with three brothers. And for them, it was, We've brought you to this country. It's up to you to work as hard as you want to attain that future. You, you create you know, what you want. That's up to you and your motivation and your drive. And so when I saw this candle, it really just, it, it spoke to both Jolie and I. 
And that candle is for every mom that is working hard, especially during COVID. Every mom that's questioning their dreams and their aspirations. And in working with clients um, and through this journey at Newstar, we recognize that there are so many women with amazing ideas, with great dreams, but what's holding themselves back is themselves or fear or insecurity or excuses. And it's not anything negative, it's a reality. And Jolie and I so many times just wanna like hug them or like push them to recognize that they have an incredible business idea that can effectually change, but the only person holding them back is themselves. And so that was the premise of that quote, was to let our daughters, our moms worked really hard to give us a life that we have. Our grandmothers who sacrificed so much, like my grandmother. Um, every woman out there that has that dream to like just remind them that they can make it happen if they surround themselves with a great community, great partners, great friends, great role models, just people who have your back and to ignore the noise and to stay focused. So that's Powerful. really the, the testament to that quote. Jolie, do you have anything to add to that? I mean, it's, it's a powerful quote. How does that speak to you, Jolie? It speaks very personally. And when Tina identified that candle and sent me an image, a picture of it and said, I got it for you, I just like my heart melted. I was like, wow, this is so on point. And it's not only that candle, it's also this amazing book called Untamed that she also sent to me as well. Uh, we routinely send each other things as you can tell. And so this, um, this book Untamed also speaks to that. And it's, it's really all about coming to terms with your own power and embracing it as a woman. There's so many forces out there that are, are, and again, this applies to men as well, but at this time we're talking about women, but there's so many forces out there that are constantly telling you to hold yourself back or, or to, to play certain roles in society. And really, I think, what, one of the reasons that Tina and I so are so happy to embrace our, our dream with New Star Media, and one of the reasons that we believe we are attaining such success even through COVID and starting a new business is the fact that we are coming from that place of love and that we have that vision and that we're doing this because we believe in the importance of doing what we love, helping others, but also setting that example for our children. And that is so important to us and so important to me to provide my children the way your mother provided you that shaped you so much the way Tina's parents did the way my parents did and a, a real breathing living example of what it means to embrace your power and just go for it uh, we're here with co-CEOs of New Star Media on the Game of Life and you talk about it an exciting conversation a powerful conversation uh, love, do what you love, love what you do. I was on the basketball court with my kids and there were some other kids around there. And I just started saying that and everybody said, man, that's such a great quote. I'm like, yeah, I know some great people. Do what you love, love what you do. I love that hashtag you all put on each of your social media posts. Uh, and speaking of just powerful and partnership, uh, both of you, uh, certainly Tina is a current board member of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami and Jolie is an alumni uh, board member. Why is it so important? And why is it so important to you personally uh, to partner uh, with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami. You know, you, why don't you speak to that? Sure. Um, you know, again, I think uh, I think about how my family came to this country and starting a new life. And you think about being, um, and at that point, my my brothers were older than me, so to some degree, I felt like an only child. And I and I take myself back back to that point. I think, God, I wish I had a mentor during that time. You know, I wish I had somebody that could coach me and guide me. 
from a, from a, a somewhat lonely time of my life, even though I was in school and I had a very happy, you know, um, environment, it was great. We always think like, what if I just had that mentor? And I think because of that, mentoring and helping kids has been something that's been very near to and dear to me. Um, because you can put yourself in the position of a young child, you know, there's so many kids that need that mentoring and that guidance and that love. And I always use an argument when you're in the corporate world, we put such an emphasis on having corporate mentorship for adults. But what about mentoring kids, right? You, you are setting the future and the foundation for them. And so as a result of my childhood and my life experiences, mentoring has become more and more important to me. And I was very blessed to come across Big Brothers Big Sisters about 14 years ago, thanks to Matt Allen at Related. He introduced me to the organization and Lydia Muniz back then. Um, and together they helped me realize the beauty, the love, the potential that really comes out of mentoring. Um, and so over the years, I've been involved in numerous committees, whether it was a golf committee, uh, the, um, the Young Professionals Group, which is known as Impact Circle, um, over time, I was able to um, join the board, which has been an incredible experience, co-chairing the gala, being on the gala committees, um, and more importantly, I was able to be a big sister through the school to work program. Um, and, and again, the beauty of Big Brothers Big Sisters is that you get to see firsthand the transformative effect that being a big sister makes on a child, but more importantly, the funny part of the process is I feel like as a mentor, you gain more from that program. You learn so much about humility. You learn so much about gratitude, about how lucky you are. It's a reminder of don't take the life we have for granted. And it also reminds us that we have a civic duty to give back. If you have a roof over your head and you can pay your bills and put food on that table, you better give back. That's our, hum like as, as humanity, that is what we should be doing. And this is what Jolie and I are trying to do is lead by example, not only for our husbands and our friends around us, but for our children, because that was something that was instilled in me as a child. It's very important culturally in, in the Persian culture to give back. Um, and now I get to bring my kids to Big Brothers Big Sisters to food distributions and food drives, and they watch me hustle for the gala and fundraising committees, and they're proud of that. And they always say, Mommy, we want to give back as well. Mm. <clears throat> that legacy and keep in mind it all goes back to and we go we love guys too but this was gonna be this is a mommy podcast uh, I know you said it you said it Jolie but as the host of this podcast you know to all the guys out there we love you give back you have a responsibility as well so you got this is being recorded this is a, a live podcast so we love you but today is all about is celebrating embracing uh, the power of moms and the power of women because the intentionality that I'm bringing to today's podcast and the power you both bring to it really speaks to so many, the legacy of mom and giving back, the legacy of family uh, as well. Uh, and so again, I remember vividly at the food distribution when you both were there. Uh, and, and Tina, I'm seeing Alex there, I'm seeing your daughter there. Uh, and so that is, it's one thing to say, we need to help people, but when they see it in action, yes. uh, when they see you all just giving back. And as we think about a brand, I tell people all the time, we have a personal brand, we have a professional brand. Speaking of brands, we're gonna talk about your, big, your, your role as a big sister in just a minute, Tina, we'll come back to that. Uh, but Joe Lee, when I think about brands and the strength of a brand, personally and professionally, we're in the midst of a global pandemic, COVID-19, a year we will never forget 2020. And here we are, 
uh, in the midst? What are some effective strategies for a brand in the midst of this global pandemic? Okay. So an effective strategy for a brand is to continue thinking of yourself as a brand and not give up. Keep the faith. Let us not be in life. We can only come from two places, love or fear. It's as simple as that boils down to that. And so let us in everything that we do come from a place of positivity and power and strength. Believe in your brand. Continue to do everything that you can to to keep the, the brand identity alive because business will come back. I mean, every we have the faith that uh, we will all get through this. And the important thing is to not give up because again, we see so many companies that during moments like this, they say, let me turn off the lights on my brand. Let me start my, stop my marketing or let me, let me kind of cease what I'm doing. And their clients or customers will say, what happened to you? Where were you during all this time? And then, then you want to come back. So there's actually an opportunity. Interestingly, I started my other firm, uh, Roar Media, before New Star Media. I founded that firm in 2008 in the midst of the fiscal crisis. And one of the reasons that we grew as an agency was precisely because we focused on helping companies that were that recognized the opportunity uh, to, to market and continue to promote themselves in the midst of a tough time, knowing that so many other companies will come from a place of fear and scale back on their marketing, they, you can actually get more return on your, on your marketing dollars at this time because there's less clutter in the marketplace. So it's important to continue to move forward for so many reasons and find, and many businesses are pivoting. I mean, there's an undeniable reality that the business landscape has changed. So it's important to be creative and also pragmatic and understand how can I pivot my business so that I can continue to do business? So many people need jobs, so many good people out there. Let's find a way to keep it going because we will get through this and eventually things will restabilize and renormalize. And when that happens, those companies that use this time wisely to re-strategize, to say, how can I pivot? What can I do differently? We have a unique moment in time now where so many companies can say, what should my branding look like? What should my website look like? Can I, can I uh, spend t hours with my team to strategize on things that normally we're so busy fighting the fires of the day, we don't have time for. So there's actually a really good opportunity window of time now to double down and refocus looking ahead at the future that things will come back and come back stronger for those who, who have that faith and who have that vision. Well, I'll tell you what, just on behalf of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, uh, just teaming up with New Star Media, you know, with crisis comes opportunity. And as I think about our brand, our brand has never been stronger. And you know, here, here we are, ladies, I got to share. And my last post was a post of a beautiful award, uh, the Pinnacle Award. You think of Pinnacle, reaching the Pinnacle of anything, it's the top of your game. Uh, and so just having New Star Media at our side, working hand in hand, always from a place of love and transparency and forward thinking, we've certainly made the pivot. And I must thank you both as co-CEOs of New Star Media for being here, every, being with us every step of the way, uh, pre-pandemic, uh, with board leadership in the midst of a pandemic uh, as a business partner. But as we move forward, I could think of no better partner than to be in the battle, be in the battle with. Thank you, Gail. It's our so pleasure. From, you, know, you know it's coming from the heart. Uh, let me, let's talk about this outside of family. I know you both talked about family and legacy and being moms, but I want you to put family aside for a minute. Let's go back to mentoring. And when we think about mentoring, uh, and here we are in the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast with co-CEOs, Jolie and Tina from New Star Media. And we're talking about just 
your brand. We're talking about family. We're talking about legacy. We're talking about making an impact in the midst of a global pandemic, keeping everyone safe, but don't run and hide. Don't operate from a place of fear. Go get it. Do what you love, love what you do. Ladies, who mentored you outside of family? Name a mentor. I'm sure you've had a number of mentors, personally as well as professionally, but I want you to zero in on one person. I'm going to start with you, Jolie, on this one. Uh, one person who mentored you, and what did, they, what did he or she teach you? And then we're going to you. same question for you, Tina, as well. Wow. Um, for me, I, I, I have to say that I have learned it's hard to find just one person because I have learned so much from so many people along the way and I'm like a sponge continually learning. Um, and actually this is something else. If you want a cool phrase, get shit done. This is our <laughs> motto here at New Star Media. You, you don't play. Yeah, I figured that. <laughs> we are all about that. But so that said, I've learned from so many along the way. Um, and interestingly, I learned from Tina a lot all the time continuously. She is a great inspiration um she keeps things real and i'm really thankful for her you might not think of a mentor as someone who's your business partner but i'm lucky to have someone who's extraordinary that's powerful no that's respect and tina you didn't expect that did you i did not i did not but you know what that's the beauty of jolie she always comes she always says things from the heart it's never just to say it to say it it comes with a, from a place of purpose and love and no doubt about it so tina i'll throw that question right back at you i mean outside of family uh, and if you say, Jolie, this is going to be just a love affair, we just move on. Well, uh, well, it is true. That will go without saying that I've learned a lot from Jolie, especially from a PR guru who's been in this business, not only, um, you know, in, in creating and building a company from the ground up, but also from uh, being a reporter. So she brings all those strengths to the table and it's fascinating to watch her. And she just, she glows when she's, you know, dealing with clients in a crisis or anything dealing with the media or beyond. She is as good as they get. So there's that goes without saying would be Jolie. Um, and outside of family, I would say it runs the gamut. I had an amazing mentor in Boston when I used to work for Ernst & Young. Um, her name is Margie Ross Dector. And uh, she taught me a lot about, you know, just having the stamina, the drive, professionalism when you're dealing with clients. Um, I'll never forget one day I was working at a booth for Ernst & Young. And I went to take, I was sitting down for five minutes and I remember her grilling me. And she's like, you can't sit at a booth. That's not what you do. You need to stand up no matter how tired you are. And like that resonated with me. I'm like, this is a woman that doesn't mess around. Clients come first. You, no matter how tired you are, you show up to that party and you don't let your clients know that you're tired. And, and that's what I loved about her. Um, at Greenberg Chard, I had Jill Perry, I had Matt Gorson, Cesar Alvarez, Lourdes Brezzo Martinez. These were people that really taught me the tricks of the trade of marketing and PR. They pushed you. They pushed you to be your best. They wanted you, again, to come to the party on your A game. Um, they really taught me about, especially when you're working with people that come from these distinguished pedigrees at Greenberg Chard, where I was director of marketing, they expect you to be on your A game. If they're working 24 hours a day, you work those hours. If they come to the table giving you their time and attention, you give them the same respect in return. If you go meet a potential client, you better do your diligence on that client. Because if that client's giving you their time, you better show up to the party doing your research on them and showing them the respect in return. So things like that, that if it wasn't for working with those folks at Green Rhetoric or with those amazing mentors at Ernst & Young, 
and with Jolie, they are the ones along again with my family, my husband who support me along the way, they're really the true testament to why I am who I am today and why I've made it this far. Well, we certainly appreciate all those who've mentored, uh, mentored us along the way. You know, when I, sp I speak all the time about mentoring, you all know that that's, that's our brand. But that mentor, that trusted friend and counsel, even, even if it hurts, they're going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Always coming from a place of, hey, you know, you may not like what I'm saying, but I'm saying it to help you. You accept it, you reject it, but at the end of the day, I've given you the feedback and advice. And the, the sharp ladies that you both are and the powerful businesswoman that you are, uh, kudos to everybody who's had a hand and including the two of you for each other uh, and mentoring you along the way because you all continue to mentor uh, those that with, with whom you come into contact. So mentoring is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, we're here on, uh, on the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast with Tina and Jolie, co-CEOs of New Star Media. If you want to be a mentor, 305-644-7075 or just go to bbbsmiami.org. Sign up today. Say, New Star sent me. Say Tina sent me, say Jolie sent me, but I don't, so however you get to us, go online, bbbsmiami.org, sign up to become a mentor and help that little girl, that little boy along the way, because who knows, they may be the next CEO uh, of a company and doing what's right in our society. Speaking of mentorship, Tina, you alluded to it earlier. Uh, you've, been a, you've been a big sister. Uh, tell us about that experience and what you learned. Because you mentioned, a lot, oftentimes people sign up and say, I want to help a kid, but I hear it every day. I'm getting so much out. I'm getting so much more out of this. So tell us about your experience, if you can. It's true. Um, I had the, the honor and the opportunity to be a big sister through the School to Work program when I was uh, at, at Greenberg Chorig in my capacity as director of marketing. Um, it was an incredible program where the kids came once a month um, to Greenberg in downtown Miami. And um, I was matched with a young woman named Leah, um, who is now in her third year of college, which is hard to believe. Um, and at the time, she was an incoming junior. And um, we forged, it's incredible, like although we were both very different in personality, we forged a very strong bond. And what I recognized through that journey of mentoring is it reminds you of how much young girls, young teens, men and women need that mentor. A lot of them come from single family homes. A lot of them come from a home where one parent is incarcerated or both parents are incarcerated. And, and in many instances, they just need a voice of reason to sit with them. They need a coach. They need someone not to, I wasn't there to be her mom. I was there to be her mentor. And those are two different roles. And it was me to say to her, Leah, you have an opportunity to be the first person in your family to go to college. You have the opportunity to, to attain any dream that you want. I remember her telling me that she wanted to be a pediatrician and she was sort of on the fence about it. And I knew that she had the potential to become a pediatrician. She just needed that extra push, which Jolie and I referenced before, that love, that you can make anything happen, but you need to believe in that yourself. And so through the experience of mentoring, it was not only very fulfilling for me to take that time out of my day, which I would be hustling, working with clients, working with lawyers, dealing with issues. It was at one time that day where my soul genuinely felt fulfilled, aside from being a mom. But there's a sense of fulfillment, a sense of purpose that you get when you are helping a child and you're helping a child get through those critical years of their life, which is high school, when there's a lot of confusion about who you are, about your direction, about your future, 
there's a lot of crises that kids go through and you, you forget about it as an adult until you are aligned with them or matched with them and you're reminded of those situations. And I just, again, I can't, I can't say it enough. Leah just kept me grounded. She brought that joy and love into my life. Um, and it was, it was really gratifying and fulfilling to watch her grow, to graduate, to go off to college. You just sort of, you pat yourself on the back and you're like, it feels good to give back. But more importantly, the, the life lessons that she taught me, the humility, the love and the respect, there's no price tag that you, that you can put on that. It's worth everything. Wow. wow. Priceless. As we think about personal growth and development, Jolie, you're a powerhouse. Uh, you, I mean, talk about just get, getting it done. Uh, I mean, I, you have one speed that I've seen. It's just like, go. I'm sure you sleep at some point. Uh, and I know you spend some great, I love the pictures of you and your kids on social media. And you guys have a lot of fun together. But just tell us, uh, what's your personal journey and how you got into marketing and PR, Jolie? So I got into marketing and PR. I, uh, I've had an interesting journey. I was originally uh, going to law school. I had taken the LSAT. I was set to start at the University of Miami. And through college, I had been working as a reporter in the Miami, at the Miami Herald. And, and my mentor, whom I, I just realized when I heard Tina talking, I was like, I should have mentioned Susan Burnside, who was my mentor. How could I not mention this phenomenal lady who shaped me for years? She took me under her wing. I mean, how horrible of me not to mention her. So uh, yes, yeah, Susan Burnside, incredible mentor that I had who chose me as a high school intern. And she, one of the things she loved about me was that I had just had like a minor surgery and I, and I, that I couldn't sit down for the meeting. I had to say I had to stand up for the interview because I couldn't sit. I just had some stitches like on the back of my leg and I couldn't sit. And so she said to me, and I didn't want to reschedule my interview. And she chose me because of that. She said, I love the fact that you didn't reschedule your interview. You came here and it was an odd interview because you were standing the whole time, but you really want this, this internship. And I was a high school kid, but that's how I've always, and she harnessed that in me. And she told me that that's what would make me successful, especially as a woman, having that hustle and that drive and that persistence. And she helped at a very young age to, to bring that out. So I'm grateful to Susan. But anyway, I had been at the, at the Miami Herald as an intern. Um, and then in high school, then I, I, she strong-armed me in college to accept a full-time position. She was one of the reasons I decided not to go to law school to try to make the world a better place as a reporter. And I decided to continue reporting because the position had just opened up. Um, and at the time, it was very fairly difficult to, to get a, a job at the Miami Herald. They only hired from within, and there was people always trying to, to clamor to get a position. So it opened up and she rolled me right into it. And I loved it. It was one of the, it was a life-changing experience. I learned things that you could never learn in school. It was incredible on so many levels. And at the end of the day, after having been a reporter for a while um, and, and learning as much as I did and meeting so many phenomenal business leaders and business people in the community, it gave me another perspective on business um, from, a, from a different angle. And I said, you know what? I have a lot of skills and I have a lot of knowledge and I love business and I also can apply everything that I've learned in the media to help companies grow and achieve their goals, which to me is something very positive. So I love the positive aspect of being able to say, 
I'm going to create my own destiny. I'm going to choose my clients that I work with, companies that I believe in, and I'm going to apply my communication skill, my love of the written word. One of my majors was English literature and I'm a writer. So I, I can apply all these things and my knowledge of working with the press. I worked for so many years. Um, at, I said I was raised by wolves because I worked alongside some pretty tough investigative <laughs> reports at a very young age. I said, I can apply all this to help companies grow and achieve their goals. And then that's how I transitioned over to marketing and communications. And so always had a love of, of law and lawyers for some reason. That was I was pre-law, as I said, and that was my original plan. I, I loved litigation and public speaking. And so that's one of the reasons I then work with uh, with love working with law firms and professional services clients. So it all really came together quite magically for me. But I find that the experience of having been a journalist is very, has been really instrumental particularly in crisis management and crisis communications because we're able to know um, one of the things I love most about what we do is that almost any situation that a client has, and we've worked on so many over the years, I mean, from the most complex things you can imagine. Um, and, uh, and so we're able to know based on just, you know, what, what type of email the reporter sends, we're able to profile them, we're able to understand where they're coming from and really just hone in on a strategy to help our client properly meet the reporter's needs and also manage their own communications issues. So for me, that experience with Susan as a mentor at the Miami Herald, my training as a reporter, Comes invaluable and it, again it helped propel me into marketing and communications. Incredible. Now, I, I get it now. About it at all. I'm, I'm just kind of blase about it. You are. <laughs> you are. And I can see you. I can see you walking into the courtroom saying you know it's like let's go. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm glad. You, let me just say this. I'm glad we're on the same team. Okay. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. And I can see you drop the mic. This case is over. As soon as you walk in there, it's like, okay, here we go. I've done my homework. I uh, got it. So you better come correct because Jolie's going to shut it down. So I get it now. New Star Media co-CEOs, Tina, Jolie. I got one more question for you guys. I could talk to you all day. Back to moms. Back to being a mom. In the midst of a crisis, you just mentioned it, Jolie. In the midst of a crisis comes opportunity. Many of our mm -hmm. families... Most of the families we serve, and just to give you all some, uh, some context on the impact of Big Brothers, Big Sisters in Miami, we served 3,100 youth last fiscal year into June 30. 2,047 of those youth were had a one-to-one -one big, uh, you know, big brother, big sister. But most of these, 90 plus percent, come from single female-headed households. And oftentimes, and I thank all the moms out there who trust us with your child in the mentoring space. But these moms have hope, these moms have hopes and dreams as well. Many have thought about starting their own business, but for whatever reason or reasons, they just put their dreams aside. So I want to talk, I want you as co-CEOs and two super moms to talk to all the moms who may be listening, whether their child's in our program or not. What advice do you give that mom who's always thought about starting her own business uh, and it's just for whatever reason or reasons, it's just kind of in a holding pattern? Uh, Tina, you go and then Jolie, you can take it from there. Sure. Um, what I would tell the moms is first of all, they need to pat themselves on the back because a lot of moms, they overlook the fact that 
being a mom is a full-time job. Being a caretaker is a full-time job. And a lot of times it's a thankless job. And just having a job description at a company doesn't make you any more valuable or more valuable, excuse me, than being a mom. A being a mom is the penultimate job that deserves a, a, a round of applause for hours and days and months and years. And for all the dads as well, anyone who's a caretaker needs to pat themselves in the back, especially in the midst of this crisis, where we are not only stuck at home as mothers with our children, but we're also becoming their educators and we're their entertainers. So that's the first thing I wanna put out there, that the, the role of mother has been magnified and there's a lot more that's expected of us because of COVID. Number two, I think it's important for moms out there that have those goals, those dreams and aspirations to write about it, journal it, think about it. There will be a time, there is going to be a window of opportunity where they will be able to pursue that dream. I went through that. I had personal things I had to deal with in my life that were related to health issues that sort of, that was a catalyst for me stepping down from my previous role at Greenberg Chari. I had to focus on my family. And in my gut, I always felt that there was something that I was meant to do but I never knew what that was. And it always lurked in me and it always bothered me. And my husband would say to me, okay, like, you know, we're all, everything's, all of our ducks in a row, we're all healthy again, what do you wanna do? And I couldn't answer that question. And it drove me crazy. And then there was this window of opportunity where I woke up one day and I, I know it sounds existential and spiritual, but it is the truth. I woke up one day and maybe it's cause I was doing more yoga and meditation, but thank God everybody in my life was in a good place. And I, I woke up and I said, I'm ready to do this. I didn't know what that this was, but I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to get back in the game. And by sheer luck, Jolie and I had dinner and she told me that she was ready to get back into the game and, and start a company. I wasn't even thinking about aligning with her. I was here to say, go do it. You're going to kick butt. You're, you've done it once. You're going to do it even better. It's like, Jolie 2.0 on steroids. Like, I know you're going to do great. And that night I drove home and I had that, oh, expletive moment where I'm like, I want to join forces with her. It was never conscious. Like it wasn't in my mind. I didn't think about it. But the whole point that I'm trying to illustrate is I knew in my gut, I was meant to do something bigger than I had done at this point in my life. In my gut, I knew there was something out there, but I didn't know what it was. And, and I also realized I have to listen to my gut and my intuition and believe in myself and know that there, you can aim higher, that you can own your own business, that you can have your own venture. But a lot of it is sort of like the window of opportunity. And I think right now that's what's happening is you're, everyone's trying to find that window of opportunity. So the, the moral of the story is don't let COVID sidetrack you from attaining your goals and dreams. Track those ideas that you have in your mind think about what your value proposition is. You have an idea, what's gonna differentiate your idea from all those other businesses that are in the market doing the same thing? And then number four, give yourself space and time to recognize that there will be a window of opportunity for you to pursue this. Whether you get a small business loan, you align with a partner using social media, there are really cost-effective ways to get a business up and running. And last thing is surround yourself with positive people. Don't let the negativity drag you down. Too many people here, you can't do that, or you don't have time, or that's not your responsibility. You do what's right for you and go after that. Powerful so advice. 
powerful advice. Uh, Jolie, uh, your feedback, advice to all the moms out there saying, I've always wanted to do this, but something told me back. Talk okay. to him, Coach Jolie. Okay, so I'm going to take five hours now, Gail, so sit back. <laughs> Uh, this is a time podcast. So I need sponsors to go beyond my time now. <laughs> oh, so here's the deal for women. Be fearless, be bold. So many women don't do what they want to do and don't follow their dreams out of fear. They stay stuck in marriages or relationships out of fear that they won't survive on their own. Don't be that person. You only live once and you have an example to set for your children. Set an example for your children of living authentically and not living in BS and lies. That's the greatest gift you can give them more than a car, more than a college education, more than anything else. Your children will not be truly fulfilled and happy if they don't know how to be free and how to take control of their own destiny and claim their own power. So as a mom, that's part of your responsibility to not only your kids, but to yourself to be fearless, to be bold, believe in yourself and do it. If you follow your heart and you come from a place of good and a place of love, everything will align. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Know that when, you, when you're on the path to finding, to fulfilling your vision, it's a new path. What you've done in the past, it hasn't worked because you're not completely fulfilled, right? You want that new journey. You want to start that new business. But of course, there's risk involved. So that path is uncertain. Get comfortable with feeling uncertain. Get comfortable with not being able to control the outcomes. That's all part of the new road that you're on. So believe in yourself, all right? Choose your significant others and your friends very, very wisely. Your friends, as Tina, as Tina very clearly articulated, play a big role, but also your significant other. My, my former significant other, when I co-owned Roar Media, was very supportive. We both supported each other. I was lucky I had a great significant other. Tina has a great significant other and Alex. We've all known people. I personally knew someone in my life who at one point said to me, your problem, Jolie, is that you're too much of an alpha. My problem is I'm too much of an alpha. Some women, and I was like, really? That's not my problem. My dad would roll over in his grave if he heard that one, my friend. Um, maybe your problem is you're a little insecure. So, um, so here's the deal. A lot of women hear that, not in those words, but in different words from their significant others, from their families, from their friends, in different words, in subtle ways. Don't listen to those things. Be that quote unquote alpha, right? That's okay if that's who you are. Back to the book on teams that I mentioned earlier. The first chapter brought me to tears when I read it. Do you know why? It said, you're a goddamn cheetah. That's who you are. Face it. You're, and so, so many of us women are those lions within ourselves, and we're just afraid to own it because we're taught by society that it's not feminine, it's not pretty, or we need to play this role, or we can't take that risk, or forget that, be yourself. So also, so choose your partners wisely, choose who you align yourself with wisely. But at the same time that you embrace that cheetah, that lion, that whatever you call it, or that butterfly, whatever you are, be it, right? So at the same time, the embrace that it's important to stay soft, stay open, right? Don't become so rough outside. I find so many moms and women who, who choose to, to enter business because of the nature of the day-to-day -day interaction, you tend to become a little rougher, but you know, find that balance. It's okay to be vulnerable, all right? So stay soft. So don't let, don't let, any, don't let business, don't let these things jade you or change your perspective or take away that innocence that you have. I'm sorry if I'm getting a little spiritual, but it, this is all good stuff. 
This so is all good stuff. Go ahead. I've got a couple more and then I'll be quiet. So pay it forward, as Tina mentioned before, mentoring. So give back, support other women, help other women. When you, whatever business endeavor you take on, and we do this at New Star Media and it's part of our success. And it was actually part of my success when I started Roar Media initially. Um, honestly, we grew just because we were doing such a good job because we love what we did that clients came to us. And soon we were the third largest in South Florida with over 45 employees and all these revenues and all these great clients just because we believed in doing a good job. And we, Tina and I have that same spirit on steroids. So we believe in giving back. We believe in doing everything with, with love. And we, not, we take just as much joy and passion on, on a big client as we do on a tiny client if we believe in the client. And that's why we're coming from a place of love and paying it forward and good things come back. We don't do things expecting money or this or that. Our goal is to, to realize that vision of who we are, to own our power and do what we love. When you do what you love, you'll get all the rewards coming back to you. But you have to come from that place of authenticity and love. Also, be intentional and purpose-driven. We find so many women are not strategic or they don't really use common sense, all right? Uh, this applies to so many people. We're just talking about women here. Um, but... Be, be purpose-driven, be intentional, understand what, what am I trying to achieve? Be practical about your business and unemotional, all right? It's very important to take out the emotional aspect, take out the personal aspect and treat it as a business. Um, we know that can be difficult to do, but that's one of the challenges that we find when we counsel a lot of women business owners that they tend to be a little more um, on the emotional side or a little more on the, they, a lot of them lack the confidence that we see. And again, we don't want to stereotype or generalize. We're just giving general, we're just giving advice here. So be purpose-driven, be intentional. And remember that the most important thing above it all is to have fun and enjoy. You only live once. Life is short right? So this is your time. Seize it. Do it. Take what's yours. Own it. Be yourself. If somebody's not, not aligned with you, not good for you, bye-bye. See you later. Bring in the love. Identify people and organizations like Big Brothers, like Gail Nelson, who are just positive and who let you shine and roll with them and then seize it and give it your all. Was that good or what? Well, let me tell you something. Speaking of good, this podcast was not good. This podcast was off the charts great. Uh, some key words to summarize what we talked about in this incredible time together. Co-CEOs, Tina and Jolie, New Star Media, love, humanity, respect, initiative, intentionality, transparency, honesty, family, legacy, mom, woman. Ladies, I love what you do. Keep doing what you love. On behalf of the entire Big Brothers Big Sisters family, we love you individually, collectively, and what you do to strengthen our brand, to promote our brand, and to let everybody out there know that the cost of doing nothing is far too high. Thank you for joining me today on the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast, where everybody makes the team. But how you play, listen, ladies out there, how you play is up to you. Take it from Coach Tina, Coach Jolie. You've gotten enough to get in the game. Do something with it. Be fearless because you're incredible. Ladies, thank you for joining me thank today. Thank you, Gail. Thank you for having us. Thank you. It's we love pleasure. you. You're the best. Thank you. You're the best, Gail Nelson. Okay. Until next time, ladies. Until tomorrow at noon. I'll see yeah. you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank All you. All the best. Bye, ladies. Bye.